I missed you guys. It's been a minute too. It's been since I was on this show. It's been a, it's been a minute. <laughs> I set him up. You knock him down. <laughs> Is that knocking him down though? <laughs> I think it's just kind of bunting. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's knocking down the listeners' will to listen. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> that's the rebound guarantee. <laughs> We do have some listener questions. Oh, we're, we're jumping right in. We're jumping right in. All right. I hope everybody's recording this. The content people tuned in for. Jack says, I've heard Dan ask whether it's range, stove, or oven. We professional eaters call it a food heater upper, whatever the configuration. <laughs> obligatory question mark. Jack, putting a question mark and the word obligatory in front of it. Please read my Ooh, joke. It's not a question. <laughs> that is like, I, I, I have some high quality lawyering there, I feel <laughs> like. Will you read my joke? Question mark. <laughs> yes, you will, because you haven't read through the whole thing. Donald John says, do you use with relish any swears slash curses, which aren't the usual English language ones? Your gift for me for the festivities is my favorite in Scottish Gaelic for away and shite. It's pronounced Hallis Kak. Although it's spelled F A L B H apostrophe S C A C. I promise I'm not trying to get you to swear so I can rip some new message alerts. It's fine. <laughs> There's an asterisk and then he says, I lied. Thank you all for being great in 2021. Uh, I relish, uh, I know a couple Israeli swears, and I say Israeli as opposed to Hebrew because they're not actually Hebrew. Israelis like to swear sometimes in Arabic. Oh, interesting. And when my brother in law, who is Israeli, and I first met, uh, I had a habit of teaching him fake English words. <laughs> So I would just make up words and teach them to him. And then he would say them to my sister, who is now his wife. And uh, she'd be like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, yeah, floon. Floon means something is really great. So something's like, awesome. go, man, that's totally floon. And then he would say these things. It was great. But he taught me kusemek and kusrabach, both of which are extremely offensive words in Arabic. Okay. They refer to anatomy, one of your mother and one of your god. Oh, both that's... Arabic swears. So. That's, my that's god has good. no anatomy. <laughs> Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like all the I despite like like studying a lot of different languages, we never really learn the good swears in them. Like I think the worst I can say in uh Russian is go to hell, you stupid idiot. It's pretty mild. <laughs> uh I only know shit in French. I don't even know how to say like fuck you yeah. in French. I say I say I will say uh, bust out with um shisa. Um Oh, that's pretty I, I say shite I, sometimes. Like bump bump my knee or something like that. Yeah. Or something bad happens on the computer. <laughs> I the one I tried for years the uh, um like to, like the non swear kind that was trying like when I tried to sub out like if I'm in like like you know didn't want to swear in front of kids or like somebody I would say like sweet Moses on a pogo stick which I always thought was just fun. <laughs> <laughs> but i don't remember That's enough technically english and technically not a swear true absolutely um i have used frack for sure um yeah sure which is, uh i guess not english but um or i guess it is now but uh the other and then the other thing is not well it is a swear i guess but it is basically used uh for something that is some food that is disgusting um from japanese it is kusotare Ooh, which is good poop, which is poop gravy <laughs> that's excellent i don't know why when you said this question because i don't think i've ever uttered this before but the first thing that popped in my head lex was fuck nugget and i was like that's just a good <laughs> feel like that's just a good all-purpose sure. yeah i i yeah. do know how to swear a little bit in sign language from back when i was a camp counselor and i had a deaf camper 
and we learned a bunch of sign language before he arrived, and then he taught us even more, and he taught us how to say eat shit and die. Okay. <laughs> so, I know the bullshit yeah. one. Yeah, so do I. And then I was, years and years ago, I was on a super spread, I was on a cruise, and I, <laughs> there was a comedian, a stand-up comedian named Dan Bennett, and he said, if you want to remember my no name. Relation. Right. If he's like, if you want to remember my name, it sounds like you're swearing. He's like, ah, I stubbed my toe, Dan Bennett. And so that has stuck in my head forever. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And it made me remember his name. So I do like a good Dagnabbit. That's that's fun. Not really a swear either, but exclamations. Yeah, not much. Okay. Okay. That's it for fuck, questions. Fuck you, John. <laughs> <laughs> Little fuck nugget. No, see, I, I just, it doesn't. I feel bad about it now. If if you want to ask us questions about swearing or or other technology things, <laughs> <laughs> become a Rebound Prime member at prime.reboundcast.com. Our work here is done. Good night, everybody. Good show, everyone. Yeah. Thanks for dialing in. Well, it's the uh, holiday week, so I guess, uh, I don't know, like, it's what not exactly uh, heavy heavy <laughs> tech time here at Rebound Central, <laughs> where the stockings are hung by the chimneys with care, except in the case of Lex. I noticed that, I think they, don't they have one of these for, well, maybe I should finish the sentence first. Yeah. DuckDuckGo is making a privacy. Oh, I did see that. Heavy browser for Mac OS. So it's like a, it's a, yeah, so like a Safari replacement. Yeah, that's this, like the second one that, it, so I, you can, you can text, you can DM um, their product person, Bea Burger Lenehan, uh, supposedly you can, you can DM her and she will get you into the beta. So I tried that. It hasn't, but I only tried it like three minutes before this podcast. So. Yeah, I don't, I mean, that's great. I think it's a cool idea. I'm not sure it's something I'd end up using just because, again, ecosystem really, really gets you, right? Like, I feel like I use Safari everywhere. Well, yeah, I, mean, I mean, I always, but I always have a second browser, right? I always have, well, for I your, use Safari for everything. For your shady and then I shit. Have, I have, um, not necessarily. Sometimes it's <laughs> not, for, not. it's for things that don't seem to work right in Safari. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So, um, I like, I just like to have a backup and, I it could it could it could fill it could fill that. And um, what's your backup browser? Did you say uh, Brave currently? Yeah, that's that's yeah. what I use as well. I actually have Brave open right now. Every once in a while, Safari on my Mac dies. I believe related to mm. uh, this Mac being managed. Every once in a while, it'll just lose the ability to visit any URL. And when that happens, if I'm not ready to restart, <laughs> that's when I fire up Brave. But yeah, I, I use Brave for sites that don't play well in Safari. And I would probably try DuckDuckGo's. Have they said what engine it's on? I'm assuming it's the same Chromium thing. I think yes. I believe it's I believe it's Chromium. So I don't know. I don't know if I know what the point is. Like, how many of these options do we need? I'm not yeah. against it. I just don't know. Like, why? Why? Why are we doing this? Right. Yeah. I. I mean, I do still use Chrome as a backup just because it kind of works with anything that Safari doesn't work with. But yeah, I oh, understand Orion the concerns the about other, it. Orion is the other one that I've been trying out, which is much like Safari. Very much like Safari. It is like a visual copy of safari um but supposedly is more privacy oriented not sure exactly what <laughs> what is i don't even know what the difference is frankly like what yeah. the privacy what the different privacy settings are for orion than are available for <laughs> safari yeah tell everybody these things instead of only some people you know i guess guess apple knows what you're doing but not whoever these random people are <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I have recently signed up for Xbox Game Pass, which to me is like the movie 
the movie I pass of xbox saw your yes it's basically the same i saw your your tweet about that and i was intrigued because so you don't have an xbox but you have signed up for the the cloud gaming service that's right so i actually i have a very old xbox 360 that i believe okay years ago a twitter follower sent me when i was like man i'm not what? gonna buy an xbox but i like them and then some guy's like i work at microsoft i'm just gonna send you one and they did in a fuck? bunch of games remember yeah. when twitter was good I, I think i remember this I, I think i remember being mad about this story uh before hold on can i try uh, this does this still work <laughs> man i'm not gonna buy an, an xbox x but you know <laughs> uh, but i want to play madden and they don't make madden for nintendo devices anymore and i don't understand why they don't and so i was grumpy about it. I, was, them. I was asking like what's the what's the cheapest way for me to play it not on a computer <laughs> and then my answer was here's ways to do it on a computer uh but so the xbox game pass people were suggesting that i could get the uh, and i'm not an xbox expert the s is that the the baseline yes that's model? the cheaper cheaper than new ones but, but i didn't want to spend 300 bucks to get a console for one game because we're very happy switch owners well, then you send it to me afterwards right but i, I don't want to just play madden once is the thing <laughs> yes you want to play it once and then send the console to me that's how this works so uh, i i will freely admit i have barely played madden because i don't really have a compatible controller yet so but that will arrive uh tomorrow so you, uh, did you buy a, in an official microsoft one or a third party i did okay. uh, i was yeah. i was getting some some dm'd advice from christina warren who works at microsoft we'll mm-hmm. call her a friend mm-hmm. of the show although i doubt she's listening. sure and i was like so do i buy i don't have a, an actual compatible controller do i buy an official one or just a compatible she's like, just get an official one <laughs> like yeah, you're agree. spending so little on the thing just get the official so i did that and it'll arrive tomorrow initially the first one i ordered was like we'll arrive on january 11th because that amazon.com company man they don't know what they're but so i was like let me try again order a different one also from amazon.com great company so yeah but i i'm intrigued i was first you know i was literally just testing how it looked yeah and james thompson uh also was doing some looking and i'm, I'm very impressed like it, it can stream i granted i was looking only at cutscenes. i've been using it too honestly like a little bit um because i have the xbox game pass for my xbox and i'll you know occasionally what happens is we, we still only have one tv in the house and so sometimes Cat will want to watch something on the TV, and I'll be like, oh, I was kind of interested in playing Xbox games. And it's cool that now I can be like, well, I'll just take my iPad and my Xbox, and my Xbox controller and just sit over here and play. And so I played Halo on it the other night, and I was sit surprised. Yep, sit in the corner. Please sit in your Xbox corner. And I was surprised because I think one of the things that's hardest to deal with is something like a first-person shooter, because latency is often an issue right like mm-hmm. it, it's very twitchy right you got to be precise and i found it worked surprisingly good it was it was very playable now there is some difference because there's some stuff that you can they actually have two methodologies which is a little weird because they have a in the xbox app you can play stuff that's like on your local console right. on your local network and then they have the xbox cloud gaming thing where you can play stuff that like you don't even have to download, right? Like you're just sort of streaming that from the cloud. And I've been surprised at how well the performance on both of those things work. It's not perfect. I mean, and the better the connection you have, obviously, the better it plays. But surprisingly good for like a high quality game. Yeah. What, what, what I have found intriguing is when I set it up on my iPad, it was like, we want you to make a, you know, add this to your home screen. It wouldn't let me yeah. use it. Just in Safari. I right. had to give it its right. own home screen thing. And I actually don't know why. I don't know if that's so it can have its own dedicated I don't either. storage or full, sc- full screen. It, it can go full screen in a way that it can't, I think, in Safari, potentially. But I, I'm, I'm glad for your experiences on the Halo side, because I'm currently in a, a latency wait and see. So until I have the <laughs> chance to explore, I just wanted to get that phrase in there. So thank you sure, and yeah. good night. You're welcome. Well, I, you know, that reminds me of something that I did post about on Twitter, but I will throw it in here, too, as long as we talk about technology i noticed the other night we were away for the weekend and uh, we got home 
Uh, Kat was, uh, was like, I'm going to go binge the, the rest of The Witcher season two, which is, she is really into. Uh, and as I was watching, I was like, man, it's weird. I see these like weird bands on the TV. And I think like the backlights in my TV, I don't know if they're going because they're bright spots where the rest of the TV is not. Like normally I would think if the backlight was dying, like it would be darker in that section. But you can kind of almost see the backlighting like peeking through and i have no idea what the fuck is going on but it just started and it's really apparent in like brightly lit scenes and now i'm like all right well <laughs> is it time for a new television because this one's like it's not broken it still works it just it could look better <laughs> just like us interesting so i know I, I haven't bought a tv in a long time the good news is amazon now makes televisions yeah well i'm not buying is one that of those, good, so is that the good news yeah. It's not news that I like. <laughs> it's not the it's not the news I need. Okay. <laughs> if you have to buy a TV, uh, you living you're living in a golden age, really. I mean, well, that's the thing. Is like I was part of me was like, well, normally I I would be like upset about this, but the TVs are so much cheaper now than they used to be yeah. that I kind of feel like, well, if I need to buy a new TV, it's not the end of the world, and it will almost certainly be better than this TV. I think the biggest. I, honest, I wish I had the re- still had the receipt for the TV that I bought the the 720p TV that I bought long ago Why? even though it's not that long ago because i i can't remember i i, I feel like i spent four thousand dollars on it oh but i God. think it was probably fourteen hundred dollars <laughs> i don't think you spent four thousand dollars on it even if it was that long ago yeah so i think it must have been fourteen hundred dollars i think i was i think i was doing some no but i get this i feel like once you spend more than a thousand dollars on a tv or anything like yeah but it was great you know, it was a lot of money it, it was just like, feels like a ton i totally yeah. and and you know and now you can't give away a 720p TV, right? And now I was debating because I was looking at the, I, uh, <laughs> I was looking at the wire cutter like TV reviews, and I was trying to figure out like, well, do I get the one that they are like this is the best sort of like budget like 4K TV, or do I actually like invest the money in like a really nice one which you know would run closer to something like 1400? And I don't know. I mean, is like is a cheaper one good enough? I mean, I use I use my TV for a lot of shit. Yeah. I spent $1,700 on my last TV in 2015, which was a 65-inch 4K television from Samsung. And sometimes it turns off. (laughs) 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 Not often and not predictably, and it restarts itself immediately when that happens, and I have no idea why it happens. That's good. Coincidentally to when I had posted on Twitter about Madden, Liam was asking, who is 10 and does not have Twitter, so he did not see the tweets, but he was asking, how come we never play Rock Band anymore? And I'm like, well, because the new consoles don't support it. But we set up the old Wii U and played Beatles Rock Band, and it that game is still awesome. <laughs> and I, I yeah. we've talked about this on the show before, because Dan, I remember you're very good at the drums in Rock Band style games. I, I, I'm very rusty. I've not played in many, many years either, and I gave away all my instruments, unfortunately. But I, do, I, I kind of want a second Wii compatible Rock Band guitar. I'm just putting mm. that out in case any of the listeners. Want <laughs> some, some some listener sends you something. Yeah, somebody sure. from Nintendo. <laughs> but it, I don't understand why they don't still make those games because it was great. We he, he and I have had yeah. a blast playing. And then I dug yeah, I out like because we yeah. talked about. I dug out Super Old Madden, and so we've been playing a little bit of Super Old Madden. I would not be surprised if they came around again. Although I think Harmonix, which is the company that made it, they they recently got. I feel like bought or something or, or shut well, down recently or they've been putting out like djing games and i got one for liam but they're not that fun that doesn't sound fun. i hear a lot of people talk about um beat saber Fuser. which is like a beat game for the vr uh i don't know oh yeah harmonics was bought by epic in 2021 so i guess you won't see it on any one apple of my platforms <laughs> yeah 
we usually have people over on so this is the same group of people we have over it's a, another family uh saturday nights play games and uh usually board games and w- i think we had gotten sort of tired of the regular board games that we play and a few weeks ago and so everyone went downstairs and um did just dance for like like an hour and a half <laughs> and it was really cool i mean everybody had a really good time and we actually people got up and moved and like <laughs> But you know, all of that stuff was on the Wii U. Yeah, because yeah. because I don't think I. I mean, we try. We tried. We have a Just Dance for the Switch, but it doesn't seem as good. For I know some what you reason. mean because we have a Just Dance for the Switch, and we have Just Dances for the the Wii U, and I I feel like it's actually more accurate in the and which makes sense to me because the controllers are far more motion sensitive yes. on the the Wii U. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I had, I had, a, I think my Rock Band set was for the 360. I don't think I ever had one that worked on the Xbox One because I don't think the instruments were compatible. Like, right. for weirdly they enough, plug just into the controller. Well, the one no, on the, they don't on the Xbox, they plugged in. They were USB when I had them. Yeah, so I, but I don't know. And some of them were wireless. I don't know. I feel like there was just something where they didn't work correctly or something. Or maybe we just got out of the habit of playing it by the time I moved over to the Xbox One. But I agree. I, I liked those games a lot. They were just a lot of fun. They're one of the few games that I just really, you know, they were sort of like a game I would sometimes play like during my lunch hour. It was like, yeah, I just need to unwind for like 20 minutes and I would go and play on the lunch, my lunch hour. And Hours are very short when Dan's eating lunch. <laughs> well, I got to eat too. I can't eat and play the drums at the same time. I'm not, I'm not, can't not you? fucking Keith really? Moon over here, but, <laughs> <laughs> but so many of us are. <laughs> yeah, sure. Fine. <laughs> Mrs. Moon. Exactly. Speaking of Mrs. Moon, she likes a uh, sharp dressed man. This episode of The Rebound is brought to you by Indochino. Host, please talk about someone you think is stylish. John Moltz. Do you have anybody you think is stylish? <laughs> I'm not. I'm out now. You, you. Listen. You're not getting away with that. You're not insulting me and then asking me to praise the way you guys both look, even though you both look fabulous. Oh, that's so kind. Listen, I uh, when you uh, please talk about something you think is stylish. This is a tough question for me. The ad will be on pause until I come up with one. Dan Egan, the character on Veep. <laughs> wow, I'm glad that Lex abuses himself when he does the ad. Really, I'm I don't like, even know what's going never on. Never watched it. I don't know. This is a difficult question. Please talk about something. You think. Oh, you know who's stylish is um, Lucifer on the show Lucifer. He is the stylish. Year, he's a, he's, 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 man. he's often in suits. He looks yeah, good. Yeah, sure. yeah. The end of the year is a great time to take a look at your closet and decide what's working or what's not. Indochino can get your closet where you want it to be before the new year starts. Or you can gift a wardrobe upgrade to someone you care about with an Indochino gift card. I did the Indochino experience. I did it online. Uh, They had videos to guide me through how to measure myself. Uh, It worked out great. I've done it twice. I liked the suit so much, I did it a second time. I even remeasured myself uh, in case my shape had changed, which it had a little bit. Uh, But they both still fit great. As you know... Of course, I customized my lapel uh, with uh, my initials, except I used my name instead because it's also three letters. Uh, and I love the linings on both of my Indochino suits. Indochino offers completely custom-fitted suits, shirts, casual wear, and more at surprisingly affordable prices. Get a wardrobe personalized to your style and taste without spending a fortune. Every piece is made to your exact measurements, and you can customize every detail. Choose everything about your suit, including the fabric, lapel, monogram, and statement linings. You can create a suit that fits you and your style perfectly. The best part, Indochino suits start from just $429 and shirts from just $79 with all customizations included. Give yourself a custom closet revamp with Indochino or give the gift of great style with an Indochino gift card. Get $50 off any purchase of $399 or more by using code REBOUND at checkout. That's $50 off a purchase of $399 or more at INDOCHINO.com, promo code REBOUND. Our thanks to Indochino for their support of this show. You know, I'm betting Lucifer does not wear 
off the rack, right? He gets made to measure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's and uh, I, I can't guarantee that he's wearing Indochino suits on that show, but no. given where he works, maybe flame retardant. I'm just putting that out there. It's sure. possible. That's smart. Smart. Good thinking. <laughs> Did I tell you what I bought? <laughs> What'd you buy, John? So I've been looking at this. Uh, it's a um, gaming. What, what's the cabinet? It's a gaming cabinet thing. You know, like a oh, well, like an arcade arcade machine. arcade machine. Yeah, I mean th- these are these are not full size ones. They're you know they're not real old ones. Uh, they're new. But GameStop sells these things, and they play multiple games. And they had one. Uh, I mean, the thing that I've always wanted to play, which was my favorite game, was Tempest. And you have to like I've tried playing it on the computer I've tried playing it on the iPad and it's never the same because you don't have the spinner thing the spinner control the wheel mm-hmm, control mm-hmm. and um so GameStop was selling this machine that had the spinner control for 500 bucks and they somebody uh Mike Montero bought one like a year and a half ago and said it was really good he liked it uh, but I was like oh, 500 bucks that seems like a lot and so I was happened to be <laughs> like looking around for holiday TV. gifts and it was 50% off uh, on GameStop and so I bought it, and it's supposed to arrive today, and I can barely contain my excitement. The doorbell rang twice earlier, and it may actually be here. So I gotta, I gotta go. And that's my favorite um, uh, detective novel. The doorbell. But the rang other, twice but the cool, the the cool thing that happened. I mean, cool, cool for me, not cool for other people, is that um, I went back because I was showing it to Karen, who was appalled, and some other people, and so I kept going back to the page that it was on, and like a couple hours later, it was it was three hundred fifty bucks. So. I Whoa. got in at the sweet spot. Well done. Yeah. Uh, well, you mentioned the doorbell. I recently ordered uh, the the bell part of the doorbell, the new one. Those are very cheap because ours ours has slowly died. It rings sometimes, and other times <laughs> it just makes a a buzzing sound when somebody rings the doorbell or buzzing sound for kinda, hours. And I was reading, kind of works. <laughs> yeah, but like a horrible sound that never stops until I bang on it really hard. And then I was reading about how do you fix them? And every article was like, step one, do not fix it. Replace it. They're $15. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. fix it. And it's basically an electromagnetic transistor that has died effectively. So uh, I ordered one and this house is, I don't know, now 13, 14 years old. It's exactly the same one. <laughs> I got the, it's just on Amazon. Great site, by the way. But I just searched and like it, the first one was exactly the one that I have. And it's just hilarious to me that like there's very little improvement overall. In door- like you could buy the fancy electronic It's ones. just like standard doorbells. Yeah we, yeah, yeah. we have just like a standard. Yeah. The ones they put in when they redid the house, they put one in the front and the back. And the one thing that's nice about them is they have slightly different rings. Like if you ring the back door, it rings once. Yeah. And then the front door rings like ding dong. Um, What's hilarious is nice, when you read them well, on the Amazon. The postman always rings twice. <laughs> when you that read was where them, I was going earlier. <laughs> they, they say they say uh, that it makes a ding dong sound for the front, or just dong <laughs> for the second one. And I didn't even like not from a, the fact that dong is also funny for other reasons, but like it was just I thought that was so funny that oh, there's ding dong and dong, and I just thought that like this is this is the marketing copy, and that's amusing to me. So yeah, but they, they do just what you said, Dan. So well done. Yeah, well, I I have thought about so I ordered a while back um, from Wise a one of their video doorbells because I wanted to give it a try, and it said it would ship in December. They're rapidly running out of time, so we'll see if that actually happens or not. <laughs> Good luck. Thanks. We're all counting on them. <laughs> do you th- do, are there are, do you guys have things that are uh, supposed to arrive on time that have not arrived yet, and are you getting nervous? Um, I think all of my I mean, Lex, you don't Lex, you're not you're not the super. <laughs> I'm excused. Are you? Are yeah. you? Yeah, are you giving? Are do you give out presents? I can't remember if you give out presents at all on Christmas Day. We do not. Okay. Yeah. 
I have just nothing well. that has, I think everything is here. We finished up, like I ran out this afternoon to grab a couple like things locally that I was picking up. Although I forgot one, I just realized, shit. Thanks, John. Gotta go. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> Guess that's happening tomorrow. But yeah, other than that, everything that has been ordered has arrived. So. Nice. Yeah. I, gotta, I gotta wrap next. No one make a joke. Don't do it. <laughs> We're gonna let it go. Yeah. I, I definitely ordered too much this season, even post-holiday. I was like, oh, I could get that. Oh, I could get that. I can get that for my kid. I can get it for myself. But now, I'm, uh, after this Xbox controller arrives, I've got nothing left. Like, today, the doorbell came, and they rang the doorbell, and it didn't work. And I was like, correct. <laughs> I did buy... We did, did get to use, I had to give uh, my wife a couple of presents early because they were going to be useful. So, like, we traveled last weekend, and one of the things I bought her, which I think we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago was one of the MagSafe Duo chargers. And I was like, well, we're traveling. I'm just going to yeah. give it to her now so she can use it. It worked pretty well. She has problems definitely where some of her phones, even on her home charger or here, her phone doesn't charge. She has an iPhone 8. And I think the problem is just that she chargers are very finicky, like the pre-MagSafe ones, because if you knock things out of alignment or what have you. phone is what you should have yeah. gotten her. Yeah, well, that's... Yeah, that's <laughs> No, she doesn't she never wants to upgrade she wants to hold yeah. on to things forever um, i guess yep uh <laughs> and so she's like well so i had like a about a while back a couple of those very small anchor chargers that are like USB-C, and they have the what is it the the gan like stuff and it's supposed to make it charge faster better i don't know it's essentially a 20 watt charger but it's very small it's the size of the old iphone little cube chargers right. and she was like well woke up one day and was like yeah my phone only charged to 80 percent i was like it should be enough wattage to charge it i was wondering if it was that optimized charging thing that lex was complaining about with his uh macbook the other day on our on our message thread but i don't know and I, I just wonder if because it's not a magsafe phone if it just sort of gets jostled at some point in the night and it, like or if it buzzes right like if it uh, like an alert goes off and it knocks itself off or something. Right. I don't know. But I, I thought the charger was cool. It is, as we discussed previously, horrendously overpriced, even though I got it for a deal. <laughs> I think I got it for right, 100 yeah. bucks, which is pretty good, but it's still too much for a charger. <laughs> I do like that charger. I like how portable it is. I traveled with it for the first time recently. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, but it, God, horrendously overpriced is exactly right. <laughs> but so, Dan, you mentioned my. Uh, my issues with uh, Apple's oh, yeah, yeah. battery yep. conditioning on the laptop. So I had the MacBook Pro and I was traveling for work. And when I, oh, when I, I <laughs> this is pretty, it all relates, Dan. I took the uh, the MagSafe Duo charger thing and I was like, oh, that's a USB-C cable plugged into it. So I don't have to pack a USB-C cable. I'll just use that when I need to charge my laptop. <laughs> it's, it's not a USB-C lightning cable. Lightning to USB-C. It's a lightning cable. <laughs> and <laughs> that is, yeah, useless for that can purpose. You charge, can you charge a laptop from your phone? <laughs> <laughs> i really doubt it so i uh, maybe from the ipad pro i didn't try that i didn't have the right cable wouldn't matter so i i i i had portable chargers with me but i i didn't have the mm -hmm. brick for my oh no so okay so the, eventually i i had i had a brick that could work but i didn't have USB C cable so the laptop worked for a good long time then I wasn't near a wall outlet, but I had my USB-C battery power devices and I borrowed somebody else's USB-C cable. And so for a long time, I had the laptop where it's, you know, it says not charging, but it also does have some power coming into it. And so I stretched it for two days and then I ordered new cables from, not from Amazon because they couldn't get there in time. So I did DoorDash and I got new cables <laughs> so I could actually plug it into a wall outlet and have it work. But then when I- You got was, cables from DoorDash. I didn't even know anything. DoorDash will food. just deliver from any store and I couldn't go to the store. So I just- also 
also, can you bring me some food? Okay. <laughs> and it's Argent Gable. Yeah. Yeah, really. But so yeah. now my laptop was recharging and it was, I was getting on a flight the next morning and it was now evening and I saw that it was charging towards 80% and then it was like, okay, I'm going to charge fully later. And I'm like, no, charge fully now. I want you to charge now. And I'm looking for an option for oh, it to yeah. charge now because I wanted to be fully charged for when I was getting on the plane. I could not find such an option. Because uh, I didn't want to just turn off the, you know, do smart battery conditioning most of the time. But it turns out, as I told these guys, if you uncheck optimized battery charging and the battery pain of the battery preference pain, it's like, you shouldn't do this because it's bad. Do you want to just turn it off until tomorrow? And I'm like, yes, that's literally all I want to do. And I have now done so. But uh, it was... It's it was surprising weird. that they don't have that option in like the uh, battery menu bar item, right? Like that feels like that would be a smart place the for menu it, bar, right? Yeah. Like. Even if you had to like hold down option or something and click on it and then just be like, yep, just turn this off till tomorrow. But Apple's doomed. They're losing their, they're losing the thread. It's not. What I want is to be able to put my laptop on top of the duo and see if that charges it. Doesn't work. I kept trying. Weirdly enough. Mm. There are rumors that the, uh, the next iPad Pro, I think will have a MagSafe charging option too. I could see where it could be a better. Yeah, but the that. question I think for everyone is: Do you think it would be a dead center, like on the Apple logo? Where would it? Where would it be? That's yeah. the question. Would it be on the back, or like people are saying? Well, what if it's more like the MagSafe port on the like laptops? It's like, all right, possible. I think. I think what's going to happen is that the MagSafe chargers for the iPad are going to be the size of a you know a salad plate, <laughs> and you're going to they're going to charge you two hundred and fifty dollars for the charger and dual purpose. <laughs> you can put a salad on there or yeah. heat it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I wish uh I kind of wish they had found a, a clever way to like put the the magnetic part of MagSafe like around the USB-C port on one of the ports and like found a way to like dual purpose it. I think that would have been cool. Yeah. And it would have solved that problem when people complained that they got rid of a USB-C port on the laptops to have a MagSafe, but I guess I guess Apple's not innovating anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Just taking shots today. I don't know why. Yeah, really, yeah. Let's see if anything sticks. I'm why bored. <laughs> well, you're talking to us. Yeah. Oh. Well, I don't know. No, this is a high point of my week. Oh. Well, most oh. most weeks. I mean, wait, this is wait, Christmas. Wait, wait. No, Thursday this is Christmas the high week. Point of your so week. that's like a high point. <laughs> that's just me. This is me. <laughs> yep. True. True, but mean. I was on, as I mentioned, flights recently, and United's, uh, you know, many United flights, United planes have the uh, private screening things where you can obviously watch on your own screen, or they have, you know, better touchscreen devices in the seat in front of you where you can use to watch movies or whatever. And the one that I was on, uh, excitedly to me, excitingly to me, was like, hey, if you want to use Bluetooth, you can. Uh, just tap the Bluetooth button below and configure that because I don't travel with wired headphones anymore. And so each time I have to take the mm-hmm. airline's stupid, stupid, shitty wired headphones. And I was like, all right, let me, let me tap the Bluetooth button. But there wasn't a Bluetooth button. I eventually posted a photo of it on Twitter saying, can anybody see the Bluetooth button? And people gave me various suggestions trying to be helpful, which I appreciate, yeah. which is why I posted it in the first place. But it wasn't there. And then I noticed in the screenshot that was like faded out in the background a little bit. Where they, we can see the Bluetooth. It mentioned that it was beta, and so clearly they intend to launch beta support for Bluetooth mm. listening, and they have a promo screen for it. But the feature was not actually there, at least on the flight that I was on. So, would you would you pair your you would he- unhesitatingly pair your headphones over Bluetooth yeah, with why a not? 
What I don't know. Scares. I mean, to watch him, like, what can you hack me from from there? I I, I don't see what this. Yeah, is I, don't, I don't know. I don't. I guess the I guess the only thing would be if they found a hack, like something vulnerable in like AirPod firmware or something. But you're right. That's probably yeah. Not. It doesn't seem like that's the problem, right? The problem is when you pair your pair your phone, phone right, right. Like, like if you pair your phone with like the the car, like your rental yeah, car or something. Right. Or, and I feel yeah. like all of us, uh, which I've probably done, right? Or <laughs> yeah. I, I was gonna say all of us, but I feel like many of us just plug our phones in right away to the charging ports on airplanes and i always oh i never find, do that oh you don't no oh so i almost always plug uh, my phone I in uh, to the charger it used to be like hey do you want to give this thing access to your phone or whatever it's like no i don't want to give yeah. it I just yeah. why is that now that, that port that shouldn't even be that port exactly. shouldn't not, not it should not have able, but yeah yeah uh, so, i usually just use a brick if i need to charge my phone and plug it into like the standard power plug in like a seat back but yeah, I like I to live dangerously and see if maybe all of us charging our phones can hurt the plane a little bit. Like, I'm just curious. Like, well, guys, we're going to have to sink all of my contacts to the plane. <laughs> <laughs> we're hey, going plane. down, but Call we are my calling John. Yeah, we're calling John Moltz's wife. <laughs> it's going to happen eventually. I'm telling you. No, you you know what I learned this you know within the last 24 hours, John, that you won't like you won't fly, but you'll go on cruises. Come on, that's I can that's a swim. lateral move I can at swim, best, Dan. That's not what the problem with a swim. cruise is. I can't fly. I that's not cruises. what the problem with a cruise is. You're going to get norovirus or something oh, or COVID. Yeah, no, sure. Come on, no, no, that's, that's way more dangerous. Right, right. If we're going there, let's uh, let's let's go there. Uh, so I have been working very hard to keep my family from getting COVID for a variety of reasons. As you know, my son had it briefly and is fine now. Uh, we're all fully vaccinated. Uh, but we have a trip scheduled for December 26th that I, we have to test negative to get on. And I just want us to stay clear through that. But the trip is a cruise. So <laughs> oh, no. I just want to say this might be my last episode. Oh, no. No, listen, here's, here's my math is one. Everybody on this cruise has to be vaccinated. <laughs> it's new math. Not even kids can like kids. Everybody who goes on has to be vaccinated. So kids under five can't even go. Sorry. And then they're only operating at 60% capacity. Some people have had to cancel because they have COVID. So it's even less than 60% capacity. And uh, we are all vaccinated. So if we got COVID on the boat, you get credit for all the days that you have to quarantine your room. So it's basically like you get a bonus cruise. <laughs> and I want to yeah, go on vacation. You just have to bonus sit in your room. In your room. Yeah, but really. you get movies and you're on the water. It's not the worst thing ever. No, it's not the worst thing ever. It's not the worst thing ever. The I just rooms don't, are pretty I, small, though. I, but, I mean, you're not trapped in there with them. They're trapped in there with you. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I never having gone on a cruise, I I'm not totally against it, but it is definitely lower on my list just given that the uh I right now anyways. Like there I just think it flashing back to March twenty twenty, April twenty twenty when there was all those like people quarantined on the poor cruise ship outside of was it like San Diego or Florida or something? And they couldn't get off because there were like right. fifty cases or something. <laughs> that sounds horrifying to me. I don't yeah, want to be stuck. I, I have- don't think i would do that right now i haven't but, seen speed Two cruise but control but i bet i'm guessing that's basically what it is <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah i don't know i was at a conference this past weekend and of course someone like a couple people at that conference because it's a conference have tested positive and you know a lot of cases like well they were masked all the time they were there and like i didn't have direct contact with any of these people as far as i know but i had contact with people who had contact with people who had contact with them so it's like well, I, don't, I can't i don't want to tell you yeah <laughs> It seems like, I don't know, Omicron might be a bit different in this regard, but as I said, we've had a family come over um, every Saturday and I have friends over every Monday. And so it's the same groups of people every time, but you know, it's a, it's a foot in the door basically. And a member of each of those groups at different times came down with, you know, 
realized that they had COVID like after what? being being over at our house. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. But nobody nobody else got it. So yeah, they were I, I, in our house quite possibly with COVID. We don't know for sure exactly when they got it, but because we were all vaccinated, nobody caught it. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely I think this is worth saying. I was thinking about this earlier and I kind of thought about tweeting it, but I'm like, I'm just, I just, I hate tweeting anything about this because people jumped on you. Yeah, but I wanted say, to yeah. say there's been a lot of anecdotal stuff where people have shared recently, like, oh, I know so-and-so got it and they were vaccinated and boosted and everything and they were taking all the precautions. And I think like, all right, I understand it's good to share these informations to like urge people to be cautious and I totally get it. But some people take that as a license to run and panic about things when I feel like we should also share the anecdotal saying like, Yes, but people also engage in situations where they don't get it because they are vaccinated and boosted and taking precautions. Yeah, right, right. So let's I, wait I been around that too. a lot of COVID <laughs> in the past month. My it was in my house. I did not quarantine my son in any way for the rest of us, and none of us got it. Yeah, and yeah, I was right. I I was in LA and I was around people who later yeah I, had COVID. I mean, it, I I, to me, to me, it just seems like it's you know if you're around someone who is not vaccinated, they're shedding a lot of the virus, and so yeah. you are much more likely to get it. If you're around someone who has it and is vaccinated, they're not shedding as much virus. So, you're, and if you're vaccinated, obviously this is how the fucking vaccines are harder to infect. <laughs> oh, we forgot yeah, to play yeah. the epidemiology uh, corner theme music. Can you <laughs> edit that in in post? <laughs> Shall I open the door? Epidemiology. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I it's... mean, we went. To, I was going to say we we went in July, in late July. We went to New Orleans at like the height of like uh, pretty much like when we got back. We're like, yeah, we should not have gone to New Orleans. It was like when the Delta wave was kicking up, and like New Orleans was a hot spot. And like we tried, we you know we ate outdoors as much as possible. We didn't go into small enclosed spaces. The one time that we were like in a place. Where like we so we went because my in laws had parent had uh, tickets to a jazz show like a outdoor jazz fest thing and the night before they're like ah there's a party and it's on a boat and like you can go in it's fine we're like all right <laughs> so we walk we walk up and they're being like they're checking with temperature and they're being like hey we you know we understand there's stuff happening so you absolutely have to wear a mask indoors unless you are like eating and drinking we're like great okay they're taking precautions this is awesome we walk in it's like a windowless ballroom on on this like giant riverboat nobody is wearing a fucking mask oh, and God. we were all like nope yeah. and then we walked right like literally walked through walked out the door up onto the deck all the way on the top and it's like hey they're piping in the music up here music up here we're just gonna sit here yeah. and occasionally make a run for food and then come back and there's there, you know there's a, a definitely um an element of of peer pressure that's like i guess peer pressure in the, it can work in either direction like if i've been in I was I was at a, a business meeting a week or so ago where it was a, a relatively small group of people in a relatively large room, eight of us or so, and I wore a KN95 the entire time so I can go on a cruise and get COVID. And <laughs> you know, like, it's all about choosing where you get COVID. If sure, at, yeah. Early right. on in the morning, other people came in with masks on and saw mine on, and they're like, "Oh, I guess we're leaving masks on." Then, as more people came in and took their masks off to have their coffee or whatever, then the other folks would come and see me with my mask on so there's something like oh if masks are coming off i'm gonna take mine off and it's really it's funny to watch how it's like people will wear a mask <laughs> some people will wear masks if they feel like guilted into it because enough other people are yeah but man sure. one person takes it off they're like, oh well all bets are off i guess if yeah, we don't need masks right. today this is a covid free room <laughs> right and it's tough too because like i went out to dinner one night for like my agency like the and all a whole bunch of clients were there and it was a really nice like schmancy dinner in a private dining room but you got to eat and it's like well the mask got to come off to eat and you know you're sitting there chatting whatever and i i definitely turned to my wife after we left like well we, 
if we get COVID, it's going to be from that. Like 100%. There are 20, 25 people in that yeah. room. Yeah. <laughs> like, well. I, I don't I think you guys. Oh, Dan, you flew maybe during the pandemic, right? Yeah, I've flown but a couple times. The, the announcements they make in airports and on planes that you're supposed to put your mask on between bites and sips. Really, that one really haunts me because nobody does that. I do yeah. it. You put it on between bites and sips. I'll like grab like a handful of pretzels. I'll pull my mask down. I'll throw them in my mouth and I'll put the, I'll put the mask back on. Whatever. Like <laughs> Dan is like a chipmunk. Dan just stuffs. Do you Dan eat one in pretzel at a time? Like if they're small mini pretzels, like you eat one at a time and take like little mini I, I, bites. I, I, I get meals on planes. I get a meal. Right. So I'm gonna uh, okay. I'm gonna buy. Well, a I didn't fly long enough for that. I only took flights for a couple hours. So I'm doing five and six hours. And so like I'll get a okay. burger. Yeah, and yeah. then like if I'm gonna eat the burger. <laughs> I need a minute, and I'm, I'm disgusting. It's a burger that's oozing and dripping all over the place because it's been frozen and melted or whatever else. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, thank you. And uh, I I want to eat it as quickly as possible. That, and get are my burgers a thing that United says? Is that what like you get on United? I haven't flown yeah. United in so long that like I Alaska does not. Yeah, it's not. You do not get a fucking burger. You cannot get a burger on Alaska. Yeah, the last time I had food on a plane, it was like an international flight. Like I don't think I've had a food like a meal served to me on a domestic flight for they have a like pretty a decade. good set of grills on United planes, so they the burgers are fresh and they're you know, on the front of the plane or yeah, both. <laughs> they put them on the engine. Yeah, well, that's where the grills go. Yeah, yeah, I, I. I get you. I mean, I understand where you're coming from. I just, I try to be like, I feel like certain, certain, like we noticed that certain airlines in flying to certain different places definitely had different levels of adherence to masks. Like when we flew on JetBlue from Boston to New Orleans, we definitely had like both times on the way down and the way back, the person right behind my wife would not wear their mask the entire flight. And they were, the worst was on the way down where the flight attendants were so fucking nice to them and we were just so angry about yeah. that they kept like they like comped them some booze at one point we're like what the fuck are you doing yeah, the the but, problem, everything uh, is is so divided in the whole country <laughs> that it's just so you'll annoying get, you'll get airlines where they are like united in most of my experience has been really militant like uh, your mask your nose has to go in your mask and if they tell you secondary like this is the last time we're telling you otherwise we we're going to have to take you off the flight this is before we've been taken off and so but then even other flights where they just say nothing they just don't want and yeah, i had yeah. one say like i, uh, I don't want to be the yeah. mask police i'm like okay yeah, yeah. I, I american down and back to dc this past week they were everybody was great i i saw not a single person with their mask like down other than eating drinking or the poor the poor little girl who the next side over who just was vomiting intensely the entire descent oh, <laughs> into her mask her mask felt, was so no gross. no they took her mask it's off just it spewing was, out the sides yeah, I, I felt so bad for her i felt so bad for her but you know you do what you can 